Hello, everybody. It's been a while, hasn't it, Joey? A couple months. A couple months. We've not done a podcast. Here because we are, back I, at it. I have not been here. Because you have not been here. And I actually had aspirations to do podcasts. How'd those go? Uh, well, this is our first podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I had aspirations, but it didn't come to fruition because if only you guys could see the setup that Joey has in here, it would be no surprise to any of you if you know Joey. But he's got this soundboard and these wires going all these different places. And when I thought about doing a podcast, I just said to myself, well, I don't know how to do all that, so I wouldn't know how to actually put it on, so I just won't do it. We'll wait for Joey to get back. There you go. Anyway, here we are. We're back at it, and this podcast is going to be about sabbaticaling. Woo! Yes, so uh, I just made that word up. So do we get to take another sabbatical? Uh, yes. Yes, you do. In a few years. Yeah, that's right. In so far as you work at it, brother. Uh, so uh, we have today with us a special guest. Elizabeth Page Craft. Woohoo! Yes. Uh, welcome, Paige. Thank you. She's really excited about being here. Mm, I'm so excited. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I told Paige so as to relax her that I will uh, efficiently and kindly try and poke a little fun at her at a time just to sort of soften her up because listeners, all 20 to 30 of you, uh, she's a little nervous, but mm-hmm. we're gonna. It's gonna be crying. It's gonna be fine. It's gonna be fine. You're gonna do great, Paige. You're gonna do great. Thank do you, you believe me? I believe you. Okay. I don't think she does. All right. Here we go. So first Before. question out of the box. Uh, so you first off, how long was your sabbatical? Uh, we took about ten weeks, I think, end to end. Okay. Something like that. Yeah. Yep. So tell me right out of the bat. Most people have never seen a sabbatical. Most people have never taken the time to define it. What is a sabbatical? What is that word? What does it mean? The Sabbath simply means rest. Mm-hmm. Uh, in terms of Christian life, uh, sabbatical is uh, what we'd say more of an extended period of rest. Mm-hmm. And so a uh, sabbatical for a pastor relieves him of his regular pastoral ministry responsibilities. Mm-hmm. And so it's not a... A work less time. Uh, so there are different types of work that I did that we'll get into. Mm-hmm. And it's not one big long vacation, though it does have elements of vacation. Uh, it's simply removing the daily pressure so the pastor can think deeply and drink deeply of Christ uh, and, when appropriate, spend time with his family. For the purposes of? going, being, Having healthy pastors, which have healthy churches. Mm-hmm. So you want pastors that love Jesus, as First Peter 5 says, that don't pastor out of compulsion. Mm-hmm. And so this is one of the ways to fill our souls. Uh, again, not, being a pastor is not more important than any other type of work. It's not. Mm-hmm. But there are some unique pressures in that we're never off. Yeah. And yeah. so uh, it's not so it's and it's not the it's not the pastor, but it's the office mm-hmm. that I think is the differentiator. So, yeah, I think about the things that are the most difficult parts of our job as pastors is we all have this in varying capacity, everybody, no matter what you do, but it's just the weight of responsibility. That's the hardest part. It's not just preparing a sermon. It's not just having a counseling appointment. It's just that responsibility. And sabbatical removes those responsibilities while still maintaining other responsibilities. But that pressure is not on you, which allows you to kind of breathe for a little bit. Yeah, and I'd say it's the, the, the responsibilities of regularly or consistently dealing in matters that are eternal. 
Mm-hmm. And so I even the, the first week back, I looked looked at Paige last week and said, our life really is kind of crazy because <laughs> in one week I'm thinking about funerals. I was thinking about yeah. uh, a wedding. I was thinking about giving advice to people looking to get married, people looking to move around the country yeah. and the or salvation. These things are not light things. Yeah. And so heavy yeah. things. And so sabbaticals pulls you away from those things so as to breathe a bit, give some rest for the long term health of the pastor and the church at large. Um, yeah. So uh, that's what a sabbatical is. Is it bibl- is it required biblically? Can we point chapter and verse, Joey? No, you cannot. Okay. So anybody who tries to year, use a year of jubilee or something yeah, like that, yeah, yeah, because ulti- they're doing a Jedi mind trick. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there is sabbaticals in the Bible. There is sabbatical in the Bible. Uh, ultimately, Hebrews four, our 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 Sabbath, our sabbatical is Christ, mm-hmm. and so it's not biblically mandated. Though I think it's a wise way for churches to care long term yep. for their pastors. So a pastor might end up taking a sabbatical by simply resigning. And that's not healthiest for the yeah. church or for the pastor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So. All right. Well, let's talk about your goals in the sabbatical. So Paige, we're going to jump in here with you in just a second. I'll let Joey go. And then, so just sort of goals for you. And, uh, yeah. So Joey, what were your goals for your sabbatical? Goals for myself and our family. They're kind of interwoven. Uh, but I had three. It was to read, mm-hmm. to rest, yep. and to learn. I should have put rest first. So rest, mm-hmm. read, and learn. So those are the goals. Yep. So uh, good. So I'll rest, rest personally, being removed from those daily responsibilities. But it was in resting individually. But it was also resting with the family. Right. So maybe Paige can speak in that resting with our family. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And then reading real quick. Reading, I read exclu- pretty exclusively on. Rest and yeah. union with Christ. Yep. And then the learn component was I took about 30 hours of coursework on biblical counseling. So I wanted to grow in my counseling. Yeah, good. So Paige, goals for you, part of that resting yeah. uh, was family-oriented. You ha- you carry a lot of that load. Yeah, so I, we we got time with Joey. Like we got full um, uninter- uninterrupted or even just when he might have a weightiness or burdens and things like that, where we just got his full attention and his focus as a family, which was really amazing. And was he different? There was, there was definitely. Yeah. Really? You think so? I don't know if you necessarily, I just think that there was, um, just as a, I can, the weight, he walked lighter. Yes. There was this, yeah, there was just it was yeah, something yeah. different. It wasn't, yeah. you know. Did that happen overnight, like the first no. <laughs> day of the sabbatical? <laughs> no, that took that took some time. Yeah, that yeah, took, yeah. you know, like a couple weeks in of yeah. just really, I think, realizing like, okay, we're yeah. on sabbatical, we're on a break. Like, yeah. This is good. Kind of getting in a rhythm. Right. Just getting in a rhythm for the for yeah. the sabbatical. Um, also, what was amazing is resting and being able to go to church on yeah. a Sunday. With my husband. Yeah, yeah. Like usually he leaves way earlier yeah. than the girls and yeah, I right. head off to church. We got to sit together. We got yeah. to worship together, ride to church, go home from church together. Yeah. Um, Though we were still often the last people to leave. <laughs> we, yeah, we noticed that, didn't <laughs> yeah. we? We yeah. did notice that. We would kind of linger around for a little bit. Like, like 12.05 and everybody's so, like, yeah. where are y'all going? It, it is a whole we're different. Getting, we're, we're just halfway through. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That part was a little different. People do kind of exodus. (laughs) So did you have any personal goals for yourself or did you and Joey talk about that or did you have it all? Anything else? You don't have to say yes. So I don't know for me necessarily personally if I had that. It was more the big thing was um, 
just being able for us as a family to, yep. to see this as a gift and an opportunity to, to have time to, to do stuff together mm-hmm. and for mm-hmm. our, our calendar not to, yeah, just to have the freedom to be able to yeah. do that. And the other thing that was really big is we were back in Georgia. And so we were around, I was, we were on, um, my parents and then yep. Joey's parents. And that was, we have not been back for a summer for an extended period of time, like 12 years. Yeah, because you guys go to the beach normally. We usually with, go down a for a week. Yeah, with on, with my family, yeah. and um, so this was really special yeah. just to be able to have, uh, you know, two like two months basically yeah. there in the summer where it's not this quick trip yep. where you know you have to cram everything in. And I think that was one of the things that I had to realize is like, no, we're here. Yeah. We're here for a little bit, right. and you don't have to fill up every yeah. moment of every day. That's yeah. kind of my go-to. So it was like learning yeah. really what rest looks like yeah. um, and not filling up the calendar just because we had dates available. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. was what I learned a lot. Yeah, that well, was. Hold on to that. Yeah, yeah. Come back I'm jumping to that ahead. Jump ahead. So, <laughs> so let's, let's see. So you talked about Georgia. So let's talk about the plan. So we, we, we've kind of defined what sabbatical is. We talked about what the goals are. How is it? What was your plan? How is it you went about trying to achieve those goals? What was your plan? So again, having those, those goals in mind of, of resting and reading and learning that, that, that shaped some of the framework. Uh, one of the plans was just knowing my heart and knowing that I am weak is I would have to get out of DC in order to be able to rest because mm-hmm. I'm not mature enough to be in this city and not think that Restoration Church needs me. Mm-hmm. When in fact it was just fine without me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so we knew we needed to get away. And so that was where Atlanta came into play. Yep. And so we knew we needed to get away. And so the, the plan was to, uh, go to Atlanta. Well, first, the first week. Well, the, the first, so then I, I, I took a couple of, uh, individual times alone just to set my heart on Christ to think about rest as I began to rest. And so yeah. I did three days in West Virginia. And then we came back and essentially packed up and went to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that we did uh, before we left is we had some conversations about what does our time in Atlanta look like. And one of the big things that we wanted to highlight is Paige and I, because this was a time of rest for our family, and we wanted to create s- sweet, special family memories Paige and I essentially made a wish list of things to do with our girls mm-hmm. while we're in Atlanta, about roughly one per week. Mm-hmm. And so we laid that out on a calendar, mm-hmm. talked about it, did it, even surprised the girls with a, a trip to a water park on the way down. And so that really framed out a lot of that time. And then I also did a week away by myself while I was in Atlanta, and Paige did a week with some, a trip with her sisters doing something else. And then on the back end, Paige and I got uh, roughly 11, 12 days by ourselves at a trip in Italy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that was kind of the, the overall plan of where we were going. And what did a regular, I mean, I understand there wasn't too many regular days, but, you know, that reading, all the, the sort of learning stuff you mm-hmm. did, what was, uh, how was the kind of explain maybe the learning part and the uh, resting part? What would a regular day look like? Yeah. What would a regular day look like, babe? Yeah, so Joey uh, normally um, – would get up and uh, my parents had this patio like porch area. He would go sit out there. That was like his spot. Mm-hmm. Um, and he would just have extended time of being able to, to read and to pray and to journal and yep. all of that. Um, As would you. At, yeah. The girls yeah. Cause the girls. So yeah, the way that it worked out, we were down in the, the basement, the finished basement part of my parents' home. And so the girls would sleep in late cause they would go to bed late. And yep. so they would sleep in. And so, so they're not resting. 
Yeah, so they, they, they didn't they really get much late. rest. They just, yeah, yeah they had fun. Yeah. <laughs> their rest of a different kind. Yeah, yeah their yeah. rest. But that was really nice for us to be able to both wake up in the morning and just have um, just have that time to be able to really just have time before the Lord and to um, spend it in Scripture and in prayer. And, so you both are spending unhurried time in yeah. Word and prayer, journaling. Yeah. Good. And then a lot of mornings after that, uh, Paige and I, we would take advantage of her parents being there, and her mm-hmm. and I would go for a run. Which was amazing. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's yeah. something both Paige and I like to do on most days, mm-hmm. uh, is go for a run. So we'd be able to go for a run and just talk and catch up. and not have to As be- you were running. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so anyway, what do you think no, about uh, infralapsarianism <laughs> versus supralapsarianism? Yeah. Not quite those conversations. Oh, okay. oh sorry. Come okay. on, Nathan. Uh, but we, I mean, it was, it was a sweet time of just being able to spend time together. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. And then what would the rest of the day? So like a through? you know a slow morning in that sense, and then you know sometimes we'd be going to the pool. Mm-hmm. So I might say, okay, Joey, he would maybe get out for a little bit and go to a Starbucks or something like that and mm-hmm. read for a little bit, and I would take the girls up to the pool for a little bit, and mm-hmm. then he would come back and meet up with us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, at the pool, the girls would bike a lot in my parents' neighborhood. That's something new. Like, they don't get a yeah. chance to really do that. And so they have a cul-de-sac. And so we'd get out there with the girls and let them just bike around, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, have dinner every night with my parents, which was really sweet. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's like every night yeah. we got to sit and just sit around the table and share a meal together with it them. It wasn't like you're in high school or something like JT's up there going, so what are your intentions with my daughter? <laughs> no, not at all. They loved it. My parents, it, it really was, yeah. it was special. So it sounds like most of the time it was sort of, you're down in Georgia for the bulk of that time and mornings are sort of spent reading, praying, reflecting, journaling, exercising. Take is that, I'm guessing that's when you would have done that class, the biblical counseling class was in that morning generally. Mm-hmm. Morning, afternoon, yeah. Yeah. you know, read a little bit, watch yeah. a couple lectures. Yeah, and then the afternoons were spent mainly with family, et cetera, those kinds of things, yeah. uh, various others' activities. Yeah. Good. All right, so uh, any highlights? Yes. Yeah, we talked – well, you've already mentioned a few, like the bike riding, the – you know, being able to have an uh, extended time of the word and prayer, mm-hmm. running together, uh, time with family. A trip with my husband to trip Italy. With your husband <laughs> to Italy. That yeah, was that amazing. Was huge. And then even the things that we had listed to do with the girls in the summer, summer, yeah. summer things that we grew up doing yeah. that we got to do with them and we yeah. were able to do all of them. And it was, it was really fun. Yeah. And to see the girls spend time with Paige's parents and my parents and just yeah. get that time was sweet. I know a personal highlight for me was being, I love to read. Paige can yeah. attest to this. It's, I just love to read. People ask me, how many books do you read? Oh, I was like, probably was a, 12 or 15. Oh, They're yeah, like, was, was that relaxing? I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah. It's like so a relaxing. Pile. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but the, the, it was relaxing because the only thing in view was me enjoying Christ. Yeah. There was no sermons to write. There was yeah. no T2 to prepare. There was no counseling to do. Yeah. Uh, there was no discipling outside of my wife and children, yeah. all those things. And so I was able just to read and contemplate Christ yeah. uh, in a magnificent way. And so that for a, was really a highlight for me. So those are the kind of highlights. What about the opposite? Anything unexpected that was sort of you you didn't plan for that was a bit jarring at first, be it spiritual, physical, emotional? You know, there's some people that talk about they go on sabbaticals. It's not uncommon. Joey and I, you've heard this. We've heard this there where pastors go and two weeks into it, they're, I mean, they, their identities are so wrapped up in what they do. uh, They're unraveled because they're not able to do that. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so it winds up being this unexpected 
lack of rest, anything it doesn't have to be that severe, but anything at all, minor yeah. to major, unexpected. I have three things that come to mind, but I want to see if Paige has anything that comes to mind. Well, it was, I would say, when we first arrived at my parents. Yeah, what happened? We had an intense moment of fellowship. <laughs> In other words, a, wait a, minute, a disagreement. Wait a bit you guys actually have intense moments? Of I mean, conflict? literally, it was like day two of us arrived, or maybe even day one. I can't. And I, it just, that kind of caught me off guard yeah. a little bit, yeah. but it needed to happen. I'm thankful that it happened because it helped us sit and talk and really, I'm glad it happened on the front end. Yeah. And then we were able to kind of, okay, hold on. What are, going back, yeah. what are the goals? What, yeah. what is this, you know, What's like plan? Do, do we, because for me, my go-to would be to fill up the calendar yeah. and that's not restful right. and that's not loving my husband well or even myself well right. or even my girls right. well. Yeah. Right. So that was, that was that. the, that was what we had a tense yeah. couple of hours about was schedule. Yeah. Uh, and even if we had the physical space, do we, do we want to use that time and emotional space to say yes to everything? And so we had to work through some of that, yeah. which is probably a, I'm a yes person, yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> but it was probably a lack of leadership on my, on the front of being, being crystal clear. And maybe we couldn't avoid it, but it was unexpected because that's just not, we don't, those don't happen in our no. family by God's grace. No. Uh, so that was one thing that was, we both had in mind. And then I'd say on the front end and on the back end, I don't know if it was a surprise cause I kind of expected it, but on both on the front end and the back end, my identity as a pastor was tested. So there were some things that happened right before I left mm-hmm. that I knew I wasn't going to be a part of in the life of Restoration Church. Mm-hmm. And it was just hard for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think part of that was good, but part of it was sinful of, Joe, you think you, you're needed. And you're just not as needed as you think you are. And then coming back, I wasn't as prepared for the discombobulation, if you will, of hearing all the stuff that happened, good stuff and not the hard stuff and not being a part of it and having to walk that out. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was just, that was unexpected to me. Mm-hmm. I thought I'd kind of come back and start swimming right away, but it was mm-hmm. almost like, oh, whoa, wait a minute. Oh, they're having a baby. They're getting married. That happened, that hard thing. Oh, that counseling. Oh, that went well. Yeah, we've had these moments in the office where like Catherine and I will be talking about whatever it is, X, and we'll forget that Joey wasn't here for that. <laughs> Joey's like, wait, what? Yeah. Oh, that's right. You were here. Yeah, yeah. and so that's been... yeah. That was unexpected in a way. Yeah. So, and and the interesting, there's nothing significant, nothing major in the life of our church mm-hmm. that sort of missed. There was more, but that just shows you the importance of the everyday kind of stuff that yeah. you just get used to being part of. That's right. And I will say on this, I think why we didn't maybe have as many, and just God's kindness and grace was also a lot on Joey. He he asked a lot of other pastors that had gone on sabbaticals. Mm-hmm. You know, like. What does this look like? What does that? And yeah. so I think the planning and so you don't just fall into yeah. it. There, yeah. d- there was lots of planning that went into what do we want this sabbatical yeah. to look yeah. like and this time to look like and right. conversation between the two of us talking through it and kind of mapping that out ahead right. of time. And so I think that served us really well by doing that. So on the one hand, it, it sort of mitigated a lot of potential problems, but even in all that plan, planning and praying, there were still some things to work through yeah. on the back end, so I it's good to be aware of that. Yeah. yeah. And are you going to give me a chance to thank our church? Because yes, there's lots that, of yeah. things I want to say because oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. it plays into this. Yeah, so anyway. so just tell me, we're going to, just a minute. So okay. how did this sabbatical enliven your affections for Christ, for one another, for your family as a whole and the church at large and restoration church. That's where you can say the thank you to. Okay. So how did the sabbatical enliven your affections for Christ, for one another? And I'm speaking the two of you. Right. And, uh, and your family and your church. All right. So, uh, Christ, uh, being again, just 
I read the Gospels exclusively, so I read the I probably read each Gospel four or five times, mm-hmm. just looking at Christ and thinking about union with Christ, mm-hmm. and I just marvel mm-hmm. that God would take on flesh mm-hmm. and go from the highest height to the deepest depths mm-hmm. because He set His affections on me before the foundation of the world. Mm-hmm. And just being able to gaze at that day after day with no distraction, I think was a little taste of heaven. Mm-hmm. And so it made me yearn for Christ who saved me and the Christ who's coming again mm-hmm. uh, in just a beautiful way. And being able to worship at some other churches that are healthy mm-hmm. made me love Christ and be reminded that he's not just the king of Restoration Church. He's the king of every mm-hmm. church. And that's a beautiful thing. Amen. So that's one way it stoked my affections for Christ. Yeah. And I think for, so Joey and I took some time to, to go back to Georgia Tech and kind of see like our old stomping grounds before yeah. we were Christians yeah, too. Yeah. So that yeah. in turn really just going back and reflecting on the grace that has mm-hmm. been oh so lavished in mm-hmm. both of our lives. Um, it just made me marvel at um, my salvation story and just yeah. what Christ has done and yeah. what I looked like then and how I look yep. now and just just in sheer adoration and yeah. just just thanksgiving um, for the fact of it and so how yeah. did it help your love for your husband oh just even having extra time that was not yeah I mean yeah that was that was really sweet just to have mm-hmm. just to have time with him mm-hmm. you know and um what yeah. do we celebrate during our sabbatical? We had our 15-year wedding 15 anniversary. 15 years. Yeah, 15 yeah. years. But how many years together? Oh. So I always need 24. 24. Yeah, 24 years together. I always, because yeah. we've technically been married longer than you guys. Y'all have been together <laughs> uh, much longer than us. Well, so. And, and so I think, that again, that was just profit. We didn't plan it that way, but it was it gave us dedicated time to think about those years together. And so it really stoked our affections and love for one another mm-hmm. and our family, seeing how kind God has been to us mm-hmm. uh, through the years, giving us two wonderful daughters and being able to spend these family days and family trips and just create many first and many laughters and many memories. Mm-hmm. That And so it really made us enjoy one another as a family mm-hmm. all the more. Good, and so, good. You've, you've taught a lot, you, you've mentioned this throughout the sort of the, the sabbatical allowed for just a lot of time with your family. Yeah. Right. Which is, I mean, that's the most precious thing of all, isn't it? Oh, amen. You know, yeah. so who cares ultimately about Disney World and no. whatever other things if you just have more time with each other, which you had right. a lot of that over this. Oh, yeah. Simple things like washing the car in the driveway. The girls, yeah. that was like, yeah. I would say that they would say that may have been a highlight. I don't yeah. know, but they thought, they were like, how do we do this? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I mean, they don't know how to yeah. do it living yeah. in DC. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> they got out there, they started scrubbing, yeah. and they yeah. loved it. Yeah. They had a blast. So, uh, that was Christ. That's uh, our each other and our uh, family. And I think for uh, Restoration Church, there there are so many things that come to mind. Um, the the amount of planning that went into us being able to leave for two and a half, three months mm-hmm. or two and a half months uh, was amazing. So uh, Catherine taking on extra responsibilities, Amy Bergener coming into the office. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brothers stepping up to facilitate services, other sisters coming alongside Catherine to help. I mean, there's there's a host of things that our church did before we left, and then this was talking about earlier, getting back and hearing all that happened mm-hmm. while we were gone, mm-hmm. and knowing that yes, brother, you, Nick, and Chris did a lot, but the members of mm-hmm. our church mm-hmm. stepping up to yeah. care for and shepherd each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I just praise God for yeah, yeah. Uh, in so many ways, not and not the least of which, on top of all that, giving us a stipend so we could go and do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I just praise God for the church mm-hmm. uh, and what he's doing through restoration. And it's not just the church restoration, but it's the actual people. Mm-hmm. And so you mentioned how did it stoke our affections? I miss the people of our church. We did. We, uh, we would say that. We said that a handful of times. We're like, we miss. Didn't you say like you would listen to the sermons and somebody would read the text? And, and we would, would like, be figuring would, out, okay, yeah, who's, who's reading the text? Who it, yeah. You know, who yeah. is it? But it, we both, we were like, we're ready to, you know, at the end we were like, we're, we've missed Restoration Church. We've yeah. missed the members there and yeah. Um, yeah. our church family. Yeah. And, it, and so that really, uh, and, and one of the biggest things I missed, quite honestly, I sent Nathan a text. I missed gathering with the church and singing congregationally. Yeah. It's a rare thing, uh, yeah. evidently to hear the, actually hear the people around you. Yeah. And we, there was some really good music sure. in terms of professional wise, but there's nothing inherently wrong with that. Right. But being able to hear people around yeah. you was just a beautiful thing. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking about the, I forget where the quote is from, but someone along the line said, you know, better than the, than the, Trained voices of a few is the rough hail of a group of pardoned sinners. Amen. And so just hearing that week after week now um, is just, I love it. Yeah. So I love our church. Amen. Yes, we are very thankful for our church. Well, yeah. final words. So just words of counsel that you would give to those that are listening. Can they do something? Now, granted, they're probably, many of them are not going to be able to take 10 weeks apart mm-hmm. uh, from what they do on a regular basis. But can they do this? And if so, what would it look like? What advice would you give, both of you? I'll start first. Gra- grab Adam Mabry's book, The Art of Rest. It's like 90 pages. And read it. Is it 90 pages? It looks bigger than Maybe that. Maybe 100 pages. It's, it's right there on my shelf. It's small, that little thing right there. Okay. Maybe like 110 pages. It's not. Maybe, I don't know what it is, but it's short. You can read it. Yeah, yeah, okay. And he does a biblical theology of Sabbath. And then give some parameters for what this might look like in an everyday life. And so I, I think simple things like, okay, once a month setting aside a Saturday and doing nothing but going on a hike or reading or turning away screen time or all those types of things. Uh, I would say it's, it's an, an intentional rhythm everybody can do. Mm-hmm. They might not be able to take 10 weeks, mm-hmm. but they may be able to say, okay, you know, every month I'm going to do this or over the course of the year, I'm going to read these. 10 books mm-hmm. on this particular topic. Yeah. Uh, and I think those can build in some of these types of things. Yeah. Good. Yeah. So I'd kind of piggyback off you and just say, um, really making times of solitude. So, you know, maybe once a month picking a time where you do take a couple hours, mm-hmm. maybe on a Saturday or something like that. And you do go for a hike or you have your prayer journal out and, you know, you're journaling and writing, enjoying nature and, and just mm-hmm. all of that really just planning it, putting mm-hmm. it in your schedule, putting it in your calendar yeah. instead of just expecting it to happen. Yeah. Cause that, um, that's not always the case. Yeah. Um, and then even for social media, I mean, I'm not a huge social media person, but I did notice that I was getting on Instagram a lot. And while we were away, I told, I didn't even, I just didn't even do it. And so mm. now it's kind of like, not that there's anything wrong with it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I just realized it was kind of consuming some time that isn't yep. need, needed or anything. And so, um, I just haven't gotten back to yeah. even really 
scrolling and looking or yeah. doing any of that coming off of sabbatical. Right. Um, and while we were even in on our trip to Italy, we didn't have like access to our phones didn't. And that was freeing. Yeah. <laughs> that oh, was really yes. freeing to not be able to like all of a sudden grab your phone and be able to get on the, you know, look up something or yeah. just, just to not our converse for us just to sit and chat yeah. or yeah. sharing a meal and yeah. not That's be good. on our phones. And the, the other thing that comes to mind that everybody can do, is use whatever vacation time you have yep. as vacation. Yep. So when you go on vacation, do not check your work email. Yeah. Yep. When you huge. go on vacation, do not mindlessly do things that don't add life mm-hmm. to you. So mm-hmm. use your vacation time that you do have mm-hmm. with intentional purpose and make sure it's vacation or Sabbath towards Christ, not just kind of this mix of where I go on vacation, but I still check work email or these types of things. Yeah. So, so two things, just to put a button on that, and we'll close it up. So one, you can Sabbath every single week. I think the Lord even commands that, yeah. uh, right? We do that on Sundays. We're Sabbathing through our coming together and resting in Christ and his word amongst his people. Um, I would encourage you to make sure and try to use your Sabbaths, your Sundays, even after church in ways that are beneficial towards that. And you can do it every week. And secondly, as you said, Joey, Using vacation days. I think we tend to use all of our vacation days with work. We kind of fill them up with traveling and those kinds of things, and then our souls just kind of shrivel up because we're just so busy all the time. So take a day or two or three or four or ten out of your vacation days and use them intentionally. Try to plan them in the way that you guys planned your sabbatical. Try to think about ways in which you can go th- go and do things and use your money and your time in a way that will enrich you and enliven you and give you rest for the long haul. Uh, and that's what I think this is after, so that we would rest in the Lord and uh, break up some bad habits, create some good ones, and slow our souls down so that we would be more present uh, in our na- normal rhythms of life. Yeah, amen. So, again, just thank you, Restoration Church. If any of you want to know anything more about our sabbatical, come grab me and Paige. We're happy to talk about it. Yeah. Yep. So We're grateful. Yeah. You know, the Knight family, as we get ready in January to take ours, Restoration Church, thank you so much. I cannot, I mean, just listening to you guys, but also anticipating uh, our plans. We're just really thankful, Restoration. So thank Amen. you. That's a great gift that we do not deserve, yet we are so thankful for your generosity. And oh, we yeah. pray to God that it will be beneficial ultimately for you as well as you listen and benefit from our time away. So we love you. We thank God for you. And uh, we'll see you on Sunday, Lord willing. Amen.